Hey, Keegan. Hey, Jace. There you go. Oh, wow. All right. So, uh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, So, Jace is away for a little while, so I'm going to have to take over for these next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, You had to watch a couple movies. Yeah, you made me watch some very terrible movies. Um, So, we watched Black Christmas. Uh huh. And Christmas is Christmas Evil, isn't it? Yep. Yep, all right. Two guys, one theme, Christmas episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> feeling festive? Yep, feeling festive. Yeah? Did these movies put you in the spirit? Uh, this, um, yes, I would say that, uh, not, well, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, yes, but not Black Christmas. What the heck was even that movie? That movie was not... Those are the decorations. Christmas decorations. Barely! <laughs> No. Unless you no, yeah, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I I barely classify that as a Christmas movie. Right. Wow. Already disagreeing. Already disagreeing. What kind of spirits do um, Happy Madison movies put you in, Nikki? Oh, you know, well, <laughs> so for all of you on this who don't know or only Keegan and Jace know, uh, mm. I've been on a Happy Madison deep dive at the moment. So I re, re, half recently I watched Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, I love these movies. Maybe we should do a Happy Madison dive. And then I go and go into it and do a bit more, a little bit of research and find that those movies are not actually Happy Madison. Mm-hmm. So when I decided that I was going to do this, I really regretted it pretty instantly. Yeah, the best ones aren't actually Madison movies. No, they aren't. Um, so it's debatable yeah. though. Maybe don't mess with the Zohan might be the best. No, it's actually I actually rated that very low. <laughs> very, I did not like that movie. I I did watch it as a kid, but mm. I it's actually one of my lowest rated ones. It's weird enough. The top one so far. I've only watched seventeen, eighteen movies, but mm-hmm. the hot chick is number one. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Schneider is a hot chick. Pretty good movie. It's it gives me seventeen again vibes. Oh, I like those vibes. Yeah, it's um. Made me want to watch it when you told me about it. You got to watch. But then I ended up watching That's My Boy instead. Oh boy. <laughs> not a not a good movie. Oh, but yeah. yeah. I think one what, what have I put up to my worst one? I watched. I would say the wrong Missy is yeah. is the the worst one I've seen so far. That's the one I got you to prioritize. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome, David Spade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rubbish. What was that one? Twenty twenty. Uh, it like, is twenty twenty. Yeah, you're right. Seeing all those dudes that are just in the old Happy Madison movies kind of makes you nostalgic. Yeah, but it's no, like wow, they're still doing this. They're still doing this, but at the same time, it's it's hot garbage. Yeah. Either either way, um, throughout the weeks, I might briefly talk about it if I if I stick on for the next couple of weeks while all Jace is away. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Give small updates with that. That's where we're at for the Happy Madison films. Um, yep. So, Wrong Missy, Last Place, yep. The Hot Chick, The Best. The Best. Mm-hmm. As for... Well, actually, you go first for for your movies that you've watched for the week. What have you watched for the week? What have I seen? Or what have you seen? Or what, you've probably watched a heap of movies. So, let's have out the highlight of the month. Highlights of the month. Okay. Since... I'm doing a direct dive. I'm watching Joseph von Sternberg movies. 
Now, who is he? I have not heard that name. He made my favourite silent film, The Docks of New York. Mm. Yeah, I like his vibe. And then in like the early 30s, he started making movies with Marlene Dietrich. And um, they're cool too. It's hard to explain. So what sort of... I don't know those movies at all, but like what era is it in? Is it like 80s or like fucking 40s what you've been watching recently 30s oh rubbish mm-hmm. rubbish i'm sorry keegan yeah. i can't <laughs> i don't i don't know what you see in those sorts of movies oh i don't know they just look good well, just because they're black and white no he likes to use a soft lens a lot and just there's like a nice dreamy atmosphere to them mm. um, at the same time he always casts marlene dietrich in these mysterious leading roles and lots of these tracking shots of her where she's like being obscured by things that you can see her through the objects or whatever and they're, they're all like really well shot good looking movies what would you say is your favourite so far of these movies oh my favourite of his has always been The Docks in New York yeah out of the 30s Marlene movies I've seen so far probably Morocco yeah yeah they're always set in like some different country. Makes um, it different. Makes it different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking like, oh, your movies versus mm-hmm. mine. Oh man, he yeah. was like 30s, was like all old, and I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. the 20, 2022 bullshit mm-hmm. for the last for the last month. <sighs> I've been watching so many 30s movies. Yeah, it's actually kind of frustrating because I know I'm never going to watch these movies. So when you talk about it, I'm just like, you're talking mm. about these movies. I'm never going to watch them, Keegan. I'm sorry. I did watch Alfred Hitchcock's 30s movies, though. Like um, The 39 Steps and um, The Lady Vanishes, which are both like adventure spy movies Yeah. that are kind of cool. But in The Lady Vanishes, the old lady's a spy and people are trying to assassinate her. And then some girl who's like, oh, that was a nice old lady. She saves her life. Mm. She's like, why are these people trying to kill this nice old lady? (laughs) That's the story. Um, I've seen... I actually did read the reviews on that movie, actually, because it looked good. For its time, I believe that... Because it is like an older movie. A lot of women don't really sort of Mm -hmm. cast in these movies. Yeah, or don't get cast as interesting characters. Yeah, cast as very interesting characters, and I mm-hmm. found it quite interesting. I did have a brief look at it. I'm yeah. like, I'm never going to watch this, but interesting. Nah, well, the best out of his thirties movies is Sabotage. It's like a really straight and mean sort of suspense thriller about terrorist. Mm-hmm. There's like a child that dies, but like his other two, the more light. The lighter ones, 39 Steps and Lady Manishes are just less good. Yeah. I don't know. And they both have these weird moments where it's like weirdly gazes at the female actress. Like there's a bit in the 39 Steps where they're both handcuffed together and she's trying to take her shoes off or something and it's just pointing at her legs and being really awkward for a second there. Maybe Alfred Hitchcock might be a pervert. Maybe. I just get that <laughs> feeling. Well, is there any other movies that you particularly watched that were a high of highlight for your month oh. that you had to have to talk about? I watched Karis Hell 
Ah, yes. Yeah. A carousel unicorn is yeah. a bit frustrated. He's sick of his job and some kid jumps on his back and starts wiping his stomach. Wait a minute. So, hold up a second. Go two steps back. So, he's uh-huh. a horse on a carousel. He is the carousel. He is a... Unicorn. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. He gets a little bit upset when it's so it's sentient it's sentient it's sentient okay there we go Mm -hmm. that that got me very like yeah it goes on a rampage sentient for no reason um but there's a nice moral at the end of the story because it says oh you gotta you gotta respect people's property you know you can't just go fucking with things even if it's not a person you gotta just have respect generally because you never know what could be sentient (laughs) okay this is like a toy story scenario i guess i don't know yeah. <laughs> so he just goes on a murderous rampage, but mm-hmm. it's a nice ending. Nice. Is it a nice ending? Well, literally everyone dies except the unicorn, but. Go unicorn. They had it coming. There's this cool bit where it's like a house party, and the audio in this movie is so terrible. Um, it's all quiet, but the the actors are pretending it's like a loud and rowdy thing. Oh, okay. It's like a. No, yeah. Carousel. Um, it gives me Thanksgiving vibes when I looked at it as well, so... It's got the awkwardness. The awkwardness and the mm-hmm. bad editing and everything, I'm assuming. Low-budget shit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit worse quality-wise. Oh, great. I, I don't think I'll be watching this. I'm sorry. Mm. The guy who made it, he's made some other stuff. He made these movies called the Meowie Movies. Yes. Meowie Christmas. Meowie Christmas and just... Is it... I forgot what the other one was called. Meowie something. I don't know. I'm probably going to watch them in my lifetime. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you say that. You you wouldn't have watched it, but Mm. now I think you will because... What what a surprise. The director of Carousel himself messaged you. (laughs) Oh, he just commented on my letterbox. (laughs) Kind of defended himself. I thought, hey, it's kind of weird that this guy who's the director and writer, gave himself a role as the character who gets flirted with by the women and called attractive by the girls and all that. And he says, yeah. Yeah, they made me do it. (laughs) That's the exact reason why I didn't want to do it. (laughs) But wasn't it the composer made him do it? (laughs) No, the dude with the money, he says. Oh, the dude with the money. Mm -hmm. It turned out well. His performance was pretty zany, pretty memorable. Mm. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you're like of course it's the director yeah so that was all of your movies pretty much on the highlight mhm yeah those Marlene Dietrich movies I watched yep those were Shanghai Express which was cool had some ridiculous haircuts yeah really fucking ridiculous um then I watched Morocco which is my favourite yep so 10 out of 10 clearly yeah I mean the story's a little bit vague and just it's like in Morocco, he's kind of exploring, um, I guess, urges or actions being different from what people say mm. on the app. Yeah. And then the Blue Angel is like apparently his best movie. Yeah. Least favorite for me so far. Oh, but wow. That's like, a, that's like the transition movie from. Silent to Talkies, yeah, 1930, and there's like a an old guy, old actor who was big in the um, 
I know he was in lots of silent films and then Marlene Dietrich brings her in and she's sort of representing the the next wave or the next thing and then uh, The Devil is a Woman that was a cool one yeah that's the last one he did with Marlene there's some other ones I have to watch but that's like that one he kind of explores male jealousy which is interesting because that was I mean he had like a weird relationship with Marlene where they were sleeping together even yeah. though Joseph Sternberg was married he's kind of a hypocrite in a way because he's the things he explores but is it like a revengey sort of drama no it's just like these two dudes one has a history and one is like interested in Marlene's character and Marlene plays this character who's just destroying men's lives and oh great so that she can survive sounds a bit like another movie that you really like <laughs> Gigan what was that it's a little bit. It's a little bit like um, your second favorite movie. What is it called? After, After hours? hours. In a yeah. way, like what's what, that? That I guess that girl ruined that man's life for just existing. I swear. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I guess I can't really compare it to those two movies, but mm. I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Um, I think. Know. I think the Sternberg and Marlene duos kind of started or made it a big thing or a trope to just portray um make it a character trope for a woman to be like a mysterious object of desire for male characters oh yeah yeah Hmm. how old is this movie (laughs) early 30s oh okay Hmm. yes object uh, objectifying woman (laughs) yeah it kind of turned into that later on because like at least at the same time he's in he's like exploring interesting things or ideas and kind of self-aware about a lot of things but not so self-aware about others mm. so that's kind of interesting you wouldn't really make those types of movies these days it's quite yeah it can be quite insensitive you know mm-hmm. but it is the 30s we're talking about so I don't know if it was as insensitive but just because of I don't know for some things but in other ways it's a mixed bag but it definitely turned worse. That trope just became like worse later on when yeah. other people oh, did okay. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man of jealousy, and that was it. Pretty much it. Yeah. All right then. I've only got three movies that I've seen um, this month that are worth talking about. That we're not happy Madison Ellis. Oh yeah. Talk about her then. All right then. Um, well, this one I won't talk about too much. Um, I've watched Sorry to Bother You. What was that like? Because um, a lot of people are followed. It's it's that. yeah. <laughs> well, not really. I don't know. It's it's about it's it's about like a guy who's he hire, he he goes into a telemarketer company. And he needs a job really bad. He gets mm-hmm. a job, but he works his way up the ranks because he well he's um he's African. Yeah. Um, but he got some advice to talk white. Oh, yeah. And he worked his way up that way <laughs> mm-hmm. and because he sounded white, apparently. Yeah. But to me, he just sounded... I don't know what he... <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, it, it seemed relatively normal and pretty interesting until towards the end where it got very, very cursed and Did it, what, reminded me something out of my fucking homebrew D&D campaigns. Was it like surreal or weird? 
not surreal or weird. It just gets... Okay. Basically, at the end of the story, there is um, half horse, half people. Okay. People. <laughs> uh-huh. Half man, half horse people running around the place. And wow. by the end of it, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> Six <Yeah>. out of ten. <laughs> yeah. And the other movie, I, I actually went to the cinema to watch this. I shouldn't have. I watched Black Panther. Ooh. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Cool. Wakanda Never. After that. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. People rate... Now, people rated this movie highly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Like, I liked the first Black Panther movie, in my opinion. I thought it was really good and really fun and yeah. very, you I thought know, it was average. That's of course me. you did. You, you, you're, a, you're a Marvel hater. No. Doctor Strange 2. No. Good I movie. hate that movie. Well, I can debate about that all day, but I won't uh-huh. get into that. But I... There's something wrong with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I've got that out of my system. Moving on. Yeah, okay. Um, so, this was rubbish. Mm-hmm. Even you would say this is utter rubbish. This is, this is probably even worse than Thought 4. What? Yeah. In your, in, I know you hate this movie, mm-hmm. but this is worse. It's worse than The 4. The four, the love and thunder. Yes, it's worse. Jesus Christ! It's so. Chad, I... Chadwick's not in it. No, but they. The only thing I actually enjoyed about the movie was the little tribute that they had to mm-hmm. it. Um, the sort of especially the start of the movie, but then the whole thing was just shit. After that, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I I can't talk about any of it because it's just shit. Apparently it's like the it's last Marvel movie of this phase that they're in the moment. Was there like a climax to the whole phase or was there anything like that? What was even the story? Uh, mermaid blue, like, uh-huh. mermaid people attack Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda <laughs> oh. fight back. <laughs> Damn, that kind of sounds good. Maybe. But America also like, oh, but we need the, the, the resources that these two oh, guys yeah. got. The vibranium. Oh, yes, but... Don't worry about it. It's just, it's just bad. The, mer- the mermaids, they've got the... They have an unobtainium as well. Yeah, they have it. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Let's they not have... talk about it. Move on. Yeah, we're not here to talk about that. And I watched... Oh, I should rate this higher. Because I actually enjoyed this more than Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> second Venom movie. Second Venom movie. Yeah, Let There Be Carnage. Right. How was that? Garbage. <laughs> so these three, these movies, you were just taking a break from Happy Madison to watch something better. The okay. <laughs> <laughs> you watched. I watched it. Good on ya. There you go. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It was alright though. Yeah. I've got it. Like I gave that the same rating as. Oh no! I gave the hot chick a higher rating than that. Sorry to bother you, but yeah, Venom. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let there be carnage. I'm having a mild stroke. Was there <laughs> carnage? Huh? Was there lots of carnage? No, but th- there's two things I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. The, the how how Venom talks. Yeah. How cringe it is. How cringe it is. Like yeah, it's like the first movie. And you know how he talks real cringe. Uh-huh. This is they've dumped him back more. They've made him sound like a 13 year old teenager. In the way he like speaks, like he says crapola in the movie. He's like, oh, oh crapola. <laughs> yeah. What? 
and then he comes up to the carnage. Mm-hmm. The, he comes up to carnage, and then he's like, "We're getting ready to fight." Yeah, I'm gonna eat people. Uh, and then he's like, "Oh no, that's the red. That's the red one." And he doesn't elaborate whatsoever. Right. So. <laughs> and they're like, oh. <laughs> they, don't, they don't elaborate it in the entire movie. He's like, "Oh, that's the red one. I can't fight that." What? <laughs> what's the red one mean? <laughs> Don't even talk about it. He's just mm-hmm. like, oh no, I'm out, man. That's Maybe a red the one. Maybe comic book fans will know. Maybe I, I have not read that. I've only seen the first one. The only thing I remember is like the, the bike chase, and then just them having this weird dynamic. Like Venom and Tom Hardy are supposed to have like a body, uh, buddy cop thing or a comedic duo type thing going on, but then his voice is so shit. <laughs> it's not funny. See, that's what they also try to do with this movie. They try to make mm-hmm. him buddy-buddy. But this time, yeah. it ended up sort of escalating to, oh, I love you, man. Like, oh, male bonding. Nice. Yeah, it's just just two guys hanging out at the end of it. Yeah, two guys hanging out. One of them's inside the other one. Normal stuff. Yep, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's pretty much um, that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I won't talk about that anymore. Did Woody Harrelson have a buddy-buddy thing with his red one? No, actually. They they weren't compatible, quote-unquote. Okay. So they're like, oh, they're not compatible. We can get them. <laughs> Even they're stronger, but they're not. They, they don't like each other. <laughs> Is it like a water, fire, grass thing? Well, see, you know how the venom, he's weak to sound? Mm-hmm. And so it's carnage. Um... So Woody, Woody Harrelson, his um, wife has this superpower where she can scream, like really loud, like what? Yeah, like just scream, okay. just yell and make sound. Obviously, Carnage hates her. She's like, shut her up! <laughs> and obviously, old Woody's like, no! <laughs> Don't you hurt her? Sounds terrible. It, it was horrendous. <laughs> and some of the like jumps that they do from like, Oh yeah, I'll meet you tomorrow. Blah blah blah. And then it just jumps to like the morning, and then like two seconds later, it jumps to night. It's like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it this is, is absurd to watch. And this is better than Black Panther two. It's more interesting. Like I wouldn't say it's better. It's just oh, but more you know, enjoyable. When, I wouldn't say enjoyable is the word, but you know when you watch mm-hmm. something and you're like, why? Okay. That is <laughs> that is. I think that is sometimes yeah. That is carnage. At least Black Panther, I wasn't like, Black Panther, I was bored shitless. I was in a Mm -hmm. cinema and I was bored shitless. That's shitless. That's that's horrendous. Yeah. But at least carnage made me go, why? (laughs) Why? There you go. I guess you had a good week. Yes. Movies. (sighs) Alright, shall we move on to the main. The main course. Yeah. We've had the entree. The main course. Luckily, with all this stuff, we've managed to fit in two really good Christmas movies, and then we're going to talk about them now. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, You pick, because I have a lot to say about both of them. Just start with Christmas Evil. Okay. Alright. Personally, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah? Uh, I thought it was... A good character study movie, like mm-hmm. the like. Well, let's talk about the the movie first. How it, it's 
it's about a toy factory worker and he gets like mentally scarred as like a child from learning that Santa Claus isn't real in that mm. You know, looking looking down the stairs, and you see Santa Claus. Santa with my mom, what's going on? Santa with my mom, what's going? Yeah, pretty much, what's going on? What are they yep. doing? Oh no! And then he just has like a big nervous breakdown, and I think we have different interpretations of that scene too, because yeah. I think he never stopped believing that Santa existed, and he's like, "Wow, well, Santa's my real dad." After seeing him with his mom, I think that was his dad. See, I have a different interpretation of that yeah. scene. I believe that, oh, Santa is impure. He's naughty. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a new Santa or there needs to be a replacement. And I Mm -hmm. think that's why he's like... The pure soul to replace evil Santa. Pretty much. Yeah, okay. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. But he seems perfectly normal throughout the the start of the movie until he has like a bit of a nervous breakdown at work, I guess. Well, that work, his workmate mm-hmm. told him, oh, you can work tonight, hi. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, all right. And then he's see, and then he finds out that his, his uh, that workmate of his is talking shit behind his back. And he kind of has yeah. a nervous breakdown from there and goes a little bit murder-hobo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's like a psychological character study type thing that builds and builds and the whole time you just know it's not going to end well and then at the end it doesn't end well yeah mm. it did pretty much not end well yeah it's kind of like the Joker almost it is that's a good comparison it is a good comparison it's it is it is slowly sort of showing us how more mentally fucked up this this guy's becoming I forgot his name actually mm. but wasn't it Mark was it Mark I forgot his name which one was Mark? The worker? Uh, the sorry, character? it was Harry, the main character. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. This is his, his, his name, the main character's name. But what... There's a couple of scenes that I want to talk about, particularly what you thought of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what did you... Like, did you find that... Um, in the beginning of the movie, he was... He made a list... You know, made a list, checking it twice, all yeah, that sort of shit. Kids' names, and kids' it. names, and that. And there's mm-hmm. one kid that's particularly naughty. Yeah. And um, he didn't dig him up coal or anything. He just was it sand? He barely, he took out sand oh. and put it in a sack. Yeah, dirt or mud or something, and left it there. Mm. Yeah. Because he was impure, looking at naughty magazines <laughs> oh, yeah. and cutting out naked naked girls from magazines. That was just like where he brings out the books and he's staring at he's looking at kids with binoculars that's where I'm like I started getting feeling the discomfort at that point yeah like, holy shit that's that, it was seemed relatively normal mm-hmm. until then until he was looking yeah. looking he's at kids like out normal out when he's in, like, interact, interacting with the other adults and stuff like or at least a bit shy or held back a bit mm. and then but it's like the whole time you know what he's doing behind the scenes do you think he sees him as a, still a kid himself in a weird way Mm-hmm. Or he's interacts so differently with these children. Like even walking on the streets, like what did you wish for this year, kids? Mm-hmm. Like he's so cheerful around the kids, and then work he's very yeah. Even now, out in the middle of the street, like a person could see that and go, "Oh, that guy's good with kids." Yeah. Yeah, especially back then when I guess people were less 
careful of stranger danger? Mm. I guess so. Mm. But, uh, I, I was very uncomfortable with how yeah. he interacted the, with the kids. I thought because the way he was to... acting, it's like I don't, I didn't feel like he was acting childish. Like he was still a child on the inside or something. It was maybe he was just the Santa clause in his personality, or the you know the big, the big man who's good with kids. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I hated how he kept singing Christmas carols to himself all the time. Yeah. That was a bit fucked up. You know, the start of the movie, you see there's 55 days left until Christmas. Yeah. He's got, like, a counter, and it's like, wow, this guy's this heavy into it, and it's, like, early November. Well, there's people yeah. that get into Christmas in July. He's probably one of those guys. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Not me. I'm not... Oh. Halloween in July. Yeah, you like Halloween. I like Christmas personally. But that kind of that calendar he has in his room, as in different scenes, it's got like a, the number changes, and I thought that was a clever way of them just expressing time passing. Yeah, yeah, that was a clever way. Mm-hmm. As the movie progresses, as he slowly becomes more deranged, and um, you know, as Christmas is coming closer, he he kills a person. Well, he kills a person outside the church at Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when shit really hits the fan, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, That was in the middle of his sort of Christmas bender, or just the... Yeah, he's gone... St- he's, like, stealing toys. Yeah, he's, like, stealing toys. He was at his tape. work party, and then I guess he snapped, and he was like, that's it, tonight I'm Santa. I'm stealing all the toys from the factory I work at, and I'm just going to deliver them around. Yeah. And then he went to that church, and some people were, like, fucking with him. Don't forget, he glued all that, all the beard and that to his face. Oh, yeah. Like, really just physically becoming Santa. Yeah. And just doing that to himself. Yeah. And, like, the bloodstains being hidden by the... The Santa Claus outfit, the red Santa Claus. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after he killed after he killed those people, and he was pretty much on the run for the rest of the movie. Yeah. The, the part that fucked, that absolutely petrified me the most was when he... It, it actually was Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. It comes around Christmas Day. He's giving... He's still pretty much on the run, and people are looking for him at this point because he's killed, he's killed a couple of people. Mm-hmm. at this point and um, he sees these kids and he's still got some presents he's like oh come here kids I can surprise you one more today and they're like once more today or whatever yeah and he gives out the presents to the kids mm-hmm. and then the parents walk around yeah the but corner. the parents are weirdly like protective of the kids and like scared of Santa Clauses they're scared of, scared of Santa Clauses because they know there's a there's a mm-hmm. murder hobo Santa Claus around yeah. So they they're keeping a watchful life, and they're like, "Oh no, it's a, it's the murder hobo Santa Claus," and they're trying to convince the kids to leave him, and the kids are like, "No, no, no, he's your friend. Don't hurt Santa Claus, Daddy." <laughs> <laughs> and then that small child like fights fights a dad yeah. and takes the knife and gives it to Santa. I was scared oh. then. I was like, "Oh no!" That was a tense situation. I was like, I was like, don't. Like, even with when the daughter was fighting with mm-hmm. the father, I'm like, please don't, don't like hurt the children, don't hurt. The-. I was so scared for those children. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty effective. Yeah, that's um. Like at the start of the night, he steals the toys from his bosses and um, then goes to the hospital and delivers them. It's like weirdly wholesome 
for a while leading yeah. up leading up to the murder. It's like wow, good for, good for this guy. Yeah, he delivered He's all this. He's doing it. All the kids are happy. The the people working at the hospital. It's all nice, and then he stabs someone in the eye with a unicorn toy. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Or was it a toy soldier? I think it was a toy soldier. Oh, no, soldier. toy soldier. Yeah. I was thinking about Carousel. Yeah, <laughs> Carousel. You wish it would have been a unicorn, no? Oh. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah, I know. It's towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of an interpretate, interpretive scene there, I suppose. Yeah, that's a surreal ending where he sort of... His van goes off... Like over a lake, I guess, and it's sort of, mm-hmm. I don't know, like the grease ending fly away into the yeah, distance. Yeah, the grease ending, yeah. The he grease just, ending. He drives off and then it doesn't show him dying. It just shows him just going up and, you know, towards the moon, like to, towards Santa's sleigh. Pretty much, and it's like a little narration behind it as well. But mm-hmm. judging from that narration, I don't remember the lines exactly. I think then he was having a moment to himself that I am truly Santa Claus. Yeah. Nothing. It could be like some kind of metaphor for what's going on in his mind or just like the complete, it could be a metaphor for like a complete separation of his mind from reality. It could be. But Mm. I think he died in that moment too. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Good ending though. Good ending. What did you rate this movie? I gave it an 8. Yeah. Out of 10. Yeah. I yeah. think it's... I, I have a very similar review. I gave it a 7 out of mm. 10. Yeah. Like, I felt... Something that I was kind of weird about was... I couldn't really tell how they wanted me to feel about the guy. Because they're showing him spying on kids and doing really unhealthy things. But at the same time, he's doing nice things. Like yeah. he goes goes to that hospital and with all the special needs kids and, mm-hmm. and gives yeah, out. Yeah, but even though that like the bad kid is a bad kid, the things he's doing to that kid and around his house and it's really messed up. Like he's not a good person. But at the same time, they're doing all these things where the other characters are sort of giving him shit and is trying to make us feel sorry for him or sympathise with him. Mm. I just feel like those kind of things are conflicting. I'm not sure if it was intentional. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about the character. I, mm-hmm. I was just more scared for the kids in that yeah. movie because they were just so innocent and blasé. Mm. Yeah. Either way, a good movie. I recommend it. A good, good old Christmas horror. Good Christmas vibes. What do you think of the start where it showed a completely different title in the opening? Did it? <laughs> yeah. It says you better, better the you better watch out. Oh yeah, you better <laughs> watch out. I thought it was just Yeah, I didn't think of it as a title. Yeah. I thought it was like Ooh, Sinister, yeah. you better watch out. <laughs> like, oh here we go, it's a spooky movie. And that's then I like forgot a, about it. That's the thing with older movies sometimes from cinemas or eighties, where they'll release a movie in cinemas and stuff and they'll go watch it. Have the posters and everything ready. And then they'll change the, the title and poster sell it again and people would walk in the cinema and go hey I've seen this before <laughs> <laughs> nice sales tactic oh yeah they should still do that I wish they could still do that what would they change the title of Black Panther 2 to to trick you into watching it again um My Little Mermaid <laughs> <laughs> yeah another fact John Waters favourite Christmas movie is Christmas Evil 
yeah. John Waters, the guy who made Pink Flamingos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I do. Um, yeah, a little bit. I don't remember it, the story, but I remember it like from as a kid. You know, like my mom really. My, my what mom Pink Flamingos? Pink Flamingos, yeah. The one with the the filthy people and the the divine, the drag queen, and all the the gross stuff, like the person with the asshole doing the dance. I swear that she watched it. Oh, she, my mom watches weird movies. Really? She loves weird well, we horror were, shit. Were you there when we all watched Pink Flamingos together? No, or? I was not there for that. Oh. But yeah, my mum has weird a weird collection of movies. Not like you, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. Because she downloads them, I would say. She doesn't exactly... Um... Yeah, Pink Flamingos is definitely a weird one. Yeah. Oh, I've got some nightmares. I've actually had genuine nightmares from the movies that we've watched together when I was a kid. Really? Wow. I have genuine nightmares. <laughs> you should double check with your mom if that was actually Pink Flamingos. I want to hear about that. Okay, I'll double check. It was, it was, it's an 80s film, right? 70s? 70s. So <laughs> it's there in the brain. Yep. <laughs> but she also could have sent me to bed doing some bits. So that one's not one that traumatised me. Hmm. One other nitpick I had about Christmas Eve was like the child acting in the more serious scenes. Wasn't that great? The child acting, no, it's not the best, but they're children. Yeah, I think they could have used him a bit less and still had a. Because, like, the dude's the main character, the crazy guy. Yeah, but kids, it's part of Christmas, the kids. Yeah. I don't know. That's me. You can't have Christmas without children. Mm hmm. I feel. That's true. It's the best part of Christmas, isn't it? Like, yeah. The, well, to me, the most exciting part of Christmas is giving gifts to the to like the kids, and they're so happy. Like between mm. adults, yeah, it's just like family catch up. But kids yep. love Christmas. Like they get they get presents, they get lollies, they get all sorts of shit. <laughs> they get to play with their cousins and their mm-hmm. family members, and yeah, it's just a good time for kids. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really have Christmas without kids, so. Yeah. But I suppose in um, this next movie. Oh, yeah, there's no kids in Black Christmas. No, there are college kids. Oh, well, there is one kid, technically. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it? Oh, yay! Yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, for the, obviously you didn't see, but Keegan just slapped his guts. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're in a we're in a stu- studio or it's not even a studio. Oh, yeah, it's my studio. office. We're in a studio in front of an audience. We are in a, in we are in my office because <laughs> um oh because Jace couldn't let us into our yeah. usual. Jace, Jace's fault. Yeah. Jace is at fault. It's probably a once time thing, and probably and I we do apologize for the terrible audio that mm-hmm. that will be on this episode. No, Jace will fix it. He edits. He's the magician. He yeah. can just do it. He'll fix it. Thank you, Jace. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So mm. the director of Baby Genius has made this Christmas horror masterpiece oh, called Baby Black... Geniuses Two. He did one as well, didn't he? Oh, I? did he? I think so. I saw Baby Geniuses Two, not one. Mm. But maybe, oh, maybe I missed that. And also Porkies. But I can't imagine this guy making Baby Geniuses. Mm. I'm a big fan of this one, Mickey. This is a Keegan <sighs> Ten. Keegan banger. 
Keegan Banger. I was really excited yeah. for this movie, Keegan. I really was. Oh, I shouldn't have made the comparison to Hereditary. I was yeah. Like, oh, what the burn. fuck? Why'd you do that I'm for? I'm a slow burn. You know what a slow burn is? I was like, Hereditary. Slow burn? Like... I was bored as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so bored. Like, I watched this movie last night and this morning. Mm-hmm. Last night, yeah, I was pretty tired. I had a pretty big day. Yeah. 30 minutes into the film, I passed out. Okay. It kept playing, of course. <laughs> <It's a Why? myth. laughs> I was creeped out. It worked on me. I was creeped. A little bit unsettled. Maybe it didn't work because I did pass out. But I woke up and I went mm. back and I'm like, oh, I remember up to this bit. We'll play from yep. here. So, and then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this is still boring. <laughs> this is still bad. Now, the story is there's a sorority house of girls. They're getting strange phone calls from an unhinged dude, and there's a unhinged. death. Unhinged, that's a there, word. He's a little bit unhinged. He climbs into the window and kills one of them, and so the whole movie, this is spoilers for the 50-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as if everyone's seen a movie that's been older than 20 years. Yes. So, like, she's dead in her room the entire movie. Which I find is kind of creepy that these people just live in the house and the dead body's just there. But then she's reported as missing. Yeah, the killer's just going in and out of the house whenever he feels like it. Sneaking. And that's what makes me uncomfortable with the movie. Because that just creeps me out. Because, like, if I was in their situation, holy fuck. Well, obviously, but just, yeah. isn't that every horror movie? Yeah, well, some more than others, if they're well made, I feel like. Like, Halloween... I find that really fucking scary. Halloween and Alien. Mm. Those are the biggest... Those are the two biggest... If I was there, I'd be shitting bricks. And dying. It's funny how you say it's so creepy. <laughs> and whatever. But... What's that, main, what's that main girl's name? Jess? The foreign one? The foreign girl? Yeah, Jess. Mm-hmm. She makes the dumbest decisions the dumbest decisions the dumbest decisions like in every generic horror movie she well, makes what, they're very... running upstairs to save a friend no no they're not listening to the officers mm-hmm. and oh. but her friend was in danger nikki oh my god and also how long was was that first girl missing how did she not stink up in that attic yeah i do have there's nitpicks there to be had why did she not stink why did she Why did the, not also, decompose at all? She still looks the exact same. Yeah, she same. looks the exact same. Yep. As that she, as she died. <laughs> would have cost money though, Mickey. Would have cost money. Oh, well. Get good. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no it's, it's still a cool image. Like the, the, the final shot of the movie where it's like on her face and it's got the plastic over it and then it zooms out the window and you can still see it. Yeah. Fucking awesome. In my opinion. Hmm. No, I found this movie boring. Like, what did you think of at the start when they got that messed up phone call? Oh, that I that was the only part that I was kind of engaged in. Mm-hmm. That was within like 10 minutes of the film, 15 so minutes of the film. I found that scene really creepy. But I was, when I was listening, I was like, huh, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Graphic, yeah. That's pretty disturbing. Mm-hmm. No, that works on me. But then 15 minutes after, after that, I was like, okay, this is boring and I passed out. <laughs> You know, I got a call like that one time. I was in my bedroom just playing fucking games. Yeah. And I, the phone rings, I answer it, and it's just heavy breathing. <laughs> and 
And I was like, oh, oh, very funny. Ha ha. Wow. And then I pressed hang up. And then I got up and closed my curtains. <laughs> You're actually scared. Yeah. yeah. That well, so, so when you watch this movie, did that little, little flashback yeah. come back into your mind? And... Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's also like, I feel like Black Christmas is like subtly or um, not on the nose in a way kind of feminist because like the killer is this dude and he targets women mm-hmm. a lot and there's also the dynamic with like the main girl and her partner yeah, who's she is. just like full of red flags there was a special on red flags at Kmart and he just went nuts on them yeah yeah I mean that didn't really appeal to me that didn't make the story any more interesting to me no no the only interesting... I've only got a couple highlights of the film that I really yeah. enjoyed. The killings yeah. <laughs> themselves. There was only three of them. Oh, well, they were still good. I liked them. Uh, I just feel like it was well written, I feel like. The folk calls, yeah. they were good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed those. What about John Saxon? The cop dude, the lieutenant. Yeah, he was, <laughs> there was a funny moment there. Mm-hmm. When, like he's getting the phone number yeah the dude was getting pranked and yeah. uh, his workmates laughing at him yeah that was funny but you know I I just found this movie very boring and I was quite mm-hmm. disappointed I, I, I thought there was something wrong with me initially yeah. like I, I get to the end I'm like I think there's something wrong with me because yeah, me I, looked, I, look, I looked at <laughs> oh fuck off <laughs> because this this movie is so highly rated, but so is mm-hmm. Black Panther, mind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But, um, but then, you know what? Fuck you, I'm allowed to have an opinion. I don't like this movie, I'm sorry. Slay, Mickey. Do your thing, have your opinions. <laughs> it's okay if they're wrong. Just go for it. <laughs> I just, Grace does it, it all the time. It's just I'll, boring. Yeah. But I think what might have made it so boring is the era of this movie that it was made in mm-hmm. they had limited resources they couldn't make it as cool or fun or interesting in my opinion so yeah maybe their production specifically probably. yeah but at the same time I didn't give a shit about the plot or the characters I didn't care about mm-hmm. this relationship drama between Jess and her boyfriend and yeah. and the whole like yeah she wants to get an abortion thing. I don't care just well, make, I like make a spooky that, movie like, I like how that worked into it because it's not the way they were presenting him was like oh this guy could be the killer but then he wasn't but it was totally he could have been but then it's like <laughs> so it wasn't him the guy was still in the house and it's sort of kind of saying that this world is full of people like that yeah and I don't know <laughs> Your point? <laughs> <sighs> Spooky. I was spooked. And how is it even... A, like it, The only part of the, the saying is a Christmas movie, it just says... The decorations. No, not even decorations. The title of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's no Christmas in it. I'm sorry. There was Christmas. This is the most un-Christmas... No, I would have. You could have picked the Polar Express, Keegan. That's uh, a good movie. Come on. It is. Hot chocolate. Uh, that's that, a real tune. That, that animation itself... It's a Christmas horror movie in itself. Come on. It's horrendous. Oh, what do you mean? It looks just like real people, Mickey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You could pick the Polar Express because, yeah, let's read. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a horror movie. That animation is horrendous. 
Nah, that hurts my feelings. I'm a deep horror. I, 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 love, <laughs> I love that movie. I'm just giving it shit. It is weird. <laughs> it is a bit weird, the mm-hmm. animation. It is, it is unique. Well, Black Christmas had some decorations in it, and that makes it count. No. Uh-huh. Someone argue this with us, watch this movie and argue this mm-hmm. with us on the... What, are you one of those people who's like, no, Die Hard's not Christmas, there's no Christmas yet? I haven't seen Die Hard. Wow. I'm sorry. First was Lord of the Rings. But you can go Hard. argue with my partner out there, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Okay. You can but it's argue on Christmas it. Eve, right? If it's set on Christmas Eve, then it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, but so is Black Christmas. Yeah. I think it's Christmas Eve. I don't know. There's just decorations everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know what day it is <laughs> of the year. I just know it's around Christmas time. Mm. Maybe I should have used more decorations. Just watch the Polar Express next time. There Same was with the hassle. a group of kids singing the, the stuff in the doorway. Yep. Christmas. Yep. Christmas. Yeah. Don't know what day it is. Christmas. Damn, I've been... Not looking at my notes for this thing. I got carried away. That's There's okay. a note here about John Saxon. Oh, yeah? I just what like John talk? Saxon. You just like him. I feel like if I'm at that age and I look like him, then I did a good job. You know? <laughs> well, how old is he? Oh, well. I don't even know if he's still alive. Hmm. He played the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No. Oh. So, I haven't seen a lot of Christmas movies. Right. Or any of these movies. Oh, look, I don't even know what... No. Right. Okay, I've heard of... Nightmare John Saxon, House. born 1935. So he was like 39 when he was making Black Christmas. Holy. Yeah, that guy. He's still alive. No, he died in 2020. Damn. Oh, wow. Oh. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah, I remember. Missed. Yeah, I'll miss him. I know you will, Keegan. Hmm. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know if you want to talk about any more about this movie because it sucked. I know you rated it 10 out of 10. I did. I rated it 4 out of 10. There might be like a, I don't know. I feel like if I was more objective about it, because that's what like a 10 out of 10 is my enjoyment rating, but I feel like it's at least a 7 or 8 quality wise, because I actually think it's really well made and written too. So you got a bit of bias towards it, so you rated a bit. A little bit. I like some of the 70s-isms. I think I saw a split diopter shot in there one at one point. I like those. I like a good split diopter. You do, Keegan. You do. Yeah. So, if anyone has seen these movies or want to tell us off for our terrible opinions, you can email us. Mm. We have an email. MovieTalkAboutAs at gmail.com Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we have we have a letterbox. Um, I even have one myself, and Jace has one. Um, Keegan has one. I also have one. I'm the Mook. The Mook. The Mook. T H E M O O K. If you want to read my um, shit post reviews on everything oh, yeah. that I do. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm a shit poster. Mm-hmm. Me too, but. With more correct opinions. You don't com- You don't really even comment that all that often on movies. I comment on pretty much nearly every I'm single one. Sometimes I'm inspired. If you're inspired. Yeah. And during Halloween. And then I generally will argue with him in the comments section if I've seen the movie. I'll watch every. I'll review everything on Halloween. 
And then I'll be like, oh, shit, I can't stop writing reviews. But then I'll be over it by the end of November. And I'll write nothing. And then I'll write something for Karis Helen, the director of the film. <laughs> and then he'll message you back. Be like, oh, hang on, let me explain. Let me explain. I'm embarrassed, let me explain. <laughs> what a lad. Okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we're pretty much on every other podcasting thing you can think of. I don't even know anymore. Well, whatever the thing you're listening to it on, just keep doing that one. Yep. <laughs> doing a good job, fellas. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it, isn't it? What are we doing next oh, week? Oh, what are we doing next week? Have you... I know what the next theme is. It's movies that are less than an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a fucking good theme. We should do that theme more often. That is a good theme. Mm-hmm. Did I pick that theme or was that you? No, it was one of mine. That was your mind. That was your... Yeah. Okay, so what did you pick? I picked um, the Oxbow Incident. The Oxbow Incident. Yeah, like an early 40s noir film. Yeah. It's got Henry Fonda in it. I haven't seen it yet. What era is it, please? Early 40s. It's a noir film. <laughs> you're going to make me watch that. Oh, you're going to watch it. Well, Jason's going to be back for a bit. Oh. No, Thanks, just... Keegan, you dickhead. Okay. Let's just make the other pick a surprise. Whatever. Yes, because this had to. This was pretty spontaneous, and I mm-hmm. had to end up. Jace hasn't picked anything. So I will pick one, more likely, and it'll be rubbish. And so if I can Jace make... comes back, he can watch him, and then it'll just be a trio recording again. Yes, just like episode. I have no idea what of the the one where we did the, the controversial way, yeah. theme. The one where we watched Angie Christ, and everyone loved it. And everyone praised it. Yep. That's how I remember it. And cuties. <laughs> What a terrible movie. Yeah, don't worry. I'll pick a horrendous one and a half hour long film. I might make you... Or less. You could go 60 minutes. I could even go 60 minutes. There's lots of Roger Corman movies. I could make you watch a Happy Madison film. I could, but... That'd be great. But it's going to be a surprise next week, everyone. So, um... Big surprise. It'll be a Mickey Picky. Oh, yeah. I haven't used that tag in a while. I haven't used that tag. I have to put the tag on That's My Boy. You know how What's I made wrong? a tag? Yeah, yeah. You made, did a Mickey Picky yeah. tag. It's all these movies. They're just all really low rated. <laughs> Fucking Gully was shit. <laughs> it's like a weird kind of masterpiece. No, it wasn't. Fuck you, Keegan. It was good. <sighs> I just make you watch horrendous movies just because I enjoy, enjoy everyone suffering around me. Mm. I'm one of those people. That's why I watch Happy Madison films. You should see my letterbox ratings oh, yeah. now. They're all they're all those ones. They're going up. <laughs> oh, you just I don't know. Those Happy Madison movies are pretty good. I gave that's my boy a four. There were some funny bits. No, that that first ten minutes was so horrendous oh, that I could only keep it a one. Yeah. That was Let's not just going nowhere. About that's my boy for a little bit because that's bizarre. It's the first ten minutes. Twelve year old gets with his teacher. And they glorify it. They glorify this boy and he gets famous. And they're in the courtroom and the judge is a woman and the dudes, the security guy, dudes are like high-fiving each other. And then Adam Sandler's grown up. And then then that's just the first 10 minutes. It was now we go- I watched it with my mum. There was the bit where the stripper shoots the tennis ball out of her vagina. And then, um, what's his name, Nick Swardson's character, he catches it in his hand and he sniffs it. Starts jacking off immediately and then walks out the room. My mum found it hilarious. That was really funny. Real classy stuff. 
need to meet. I need to meet your parents again. <laughs> oh no! I just I just found that movie horrendous. Oh, I, I was I was interested. You're not wrong. It is horrendous. It's terrible. I just thought it was really bizarre. So that's where the points come from. It's like a one out of ten movie, but four out of ten enjoyment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I know what you mean. I still rated it a one out of ten. It just deserved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, kind of, it kind of gave me like cuties vibes a little bit. <sighs> Don't ever give me cuties vibes. That was fucking. <sighs> I want to forget about that movie. I think I I, at one point I had it at a two and I lowered it to a one. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's not the thing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I think we're done. I if you want a really cursed experience, go to the cuties and sort the reviews by highest rated. Oh, that's cursed. Don't do that. <laughs> for, your, for your own sanity, please don't. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to Keegan. There you go. All right. Well, well, we're off. See you next week.